everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. She is one of the nation's leading voices for sound biblical counseling. Her nationally syndicated live call-in radio programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, have garnered millions of listeners from around the globe and in over 60 countries and six continents, and for the last 30 years has been the go-to resource for those seeking refuge, compassion, and spiritual as well as practical and common sense advice. And now, with her latest must-read, Conflict Resolution, Solving Your People Problems, my next guest does it once again. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to Testimony, author, speaker, singer, and nationally syndicated radio host, founder of HopeForTheHeart.org, June Hunt. June, welcome back to Testimony. Oh, I'm so glad to be with you again. Thank you. Well, it is great to have you, and thank you for taking your time at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention here in Orlando. You've written a book called Conflict Resolution, Solving Your Problems. I can't think of a better book for a better time with the Trump presidency, with all of the racial and political divides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. First question. Who creates conflict and what keeps it going? I would say, uh, I'm calling by name, but that wouldn't be good. So let's, let's make it into two basic categories. We're talking about attackers and avoiders. Attackers. Now, I'm just going to go on and say, some people think, well, that's the only kind of people that we're talking about. There is a third category, and they would not be attackers and they wouldn't be avoiders but they would be assertive people, really doing it right. But by and large, when you've got conflict, um, you think of, of, of some people probably bring on conflict by saying, well, if you have conflict, then there's something wrong because the Bible says, or, or, or in Christianity, all your problems are solved and, and um, come to Christ and life's a bowl of cherries. And you go, well, wait a minute, I, I, then there's something wrong with me. And, and some people literally are told this, that if you have a problem, if you have conflict, then there's something unspiritual about you. But Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So the concept here is once you humble your heart and receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then he comes to indwell your life, receiving him as master, ruler, owner of your life. Well, what does he do inside you? Because the scripture says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. He gives you wisdom and he'll give you a peace that passes all understanding. He'll convict you when you're wrong through his spirit if you're doing it the wrong way. Now, with these attackers and avoiders, you have to realize, attackers, they can think, but I'm right. And the avoiders think, well, I'm right, because I need to avoid the attacks. So let, let's first just even understand who we're talking about. People types. I'm going to talk about three attackers. The wolf, 
bats, the snake, and hornets. And all of these, by the way, are found in the Bible. But the point here is, these wolves, a wolf-type person demands power, insisting on autocratic control. I have the right to control no matter what. Um, these are the dictators. Uh, they are authoritative, combative, rigid, uh, disrespectful, uh, aggressive, uh, insisting on power plays as their method. And, and they basically have this message, give in to me or I'll attack you. And their whole goal is to feel powerful. Now, Jesus warns us, beware, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. They can look good, but they are wolves. They are, for, in fact, he calls them ferocious wolves in Matthew 7, 15. That's the kind of person actually my dad was. He was more the wolf. There's the snake. The snake is quite different. While the wolf would be very aggressive, the, wolf, the snake would be passive aggressive. They'll be wanting power and they'll want to win, but their methods are like striking when you're not looking using criticism and put-downs. So the snake-type person can say mean, despicable things, but behind your back. Not that you've ever heard anything like that, Jensen. I mean, I know this is a shock to you of to hear. Of course not, of course not. <laughs> no snakes in your life, uh-huh. Well, they can start false rumors, uh, false accusations, uh, pretend that nothing was wrong. They've done nothing wrong. You know, I'm innocent when you can even prove they're guilty. Um, they can gather allies by distorting the truth. And, and they basically say, don't cross me or you will regret it later. And their goal is to feel superior. Now, again, Jesus mentions these kinds of people. You brood of vipers. A viper is a snake. You brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. That's in Matthew 12. Right. So what we see is there were all kinds of people who were attackers, certainly in Jesus' day. Now, the beaches mentioned the hornet, and you might recognize this, maybe even currently now. Hornets are fault finders, but hornets gather allies. They gather a lot of people around. Literally, if we're talking about hornets, the hornets do this in real life, and they can attack a person to the point that that person dies. But it's getting a number of people together uh, to have persistent questioning, petty suggestions, constant criticism, uh, repeated complaints, negative statements about everything, uh, blaming others, pulling others into disagreements, and they delight in misery. Quick question, June. Is it possible for a Christian to be a hornet? I would love to say no, 
I think there are people who can hear a message and realize we can believe lies. We can we can be distorted in our thinking. Um, I mean, I have been, you know, I, I was distorted in my thinking in an entirely different way. I mean, for example, I believed most sincerely that forgiveness was wrong. That's letting somebody get away with it. They, you're getting them off the hook. You're letting them off the hook when they should be on the hook. So I sincerely believed that. And I thought it was wrong, therefore, for me to forgive my father. And I held to that because I'm very logical, very rational, and I mm -hmm. love math. So I had yeah. a, an equation, Jensen, yes. because I loved math. I loved algebra. My uh, formula was this. God hates sin. Dad is sinning, meaning there were a bunch of women that he had on the out, on the side. Right. And uh, okay, God hates sin. Dad is sinning. God hates dad. I hate dad. That seems wow. so logical. Right. That was my equation. Now, that's not what the Bible says. But I believed it. I was trying to defend my mother. He was attacking mom and in different ways. Uh, and I, I hated him. And because I thought hate was right if God hates sin. So, so, so right. I, I, I was, my, my thinking was not biblical. It was logical to me, but it's not biblical. So I had to evaluate. Once I became a Christian, and I wish it had been immediate, but it wasn't. I mean, this is, it took me several years after being a Christian to change. And the point of that is we can believe we're right when we're wrong, and we need truth. Jesus said the truth sets you free. Well, what's the truth? The truth is, well, Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. So the biblical truth is we are, as Christians, to forgive anyone who has wronged us. How could that be? Why would, why would God even say that in his word? <laughs> well, it, the concept is this. You're not letting a person off the hook. You're only taking that person off of your hook, putting that person onto God's hook. That means the Bible says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Meaning, this is God speaking. He says, look, you're, that person's not getting away with it. Amen. You're, you're getting the combat away from you and that other person. And when you forgive, you're releasing that person to me. Now there's not all that that burning resentment, hatred. Um, we're told to pray for those who persecute us. Right. Well, see, once I saw that, I thought, oh, I'm supposed to be praying for him? Never thought of that. Well, so once I started doing that, you can't pray for someone consistently without having a changed heart for that person. Now, I didn't love him, but it, it's like I went to my mom. I said, Mom, how can you be so nice to him? And I was infuriated at how he had just treated her. And she said, oh, honey, I'll never forget, oh, honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he just knew the Lord, he wouldn't be that way. Ginseng, that was... That was the most significant 
phrase I've ever heard in my life because she wasn't focusing on his fault. She was focusing on his need, and his need was to have a changed life through Christ. So with her mindset, all of a sudden I started praying that he would have a changed life. Now, that's not where I started. I mean, and I, and I, I was wrong. And so, yes, I believe people can have a wrong mindset. They can believe they're right, but if they will be fully biblical, look at the whole counsel of God, they can't stay in these mindsets that are truly wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to author, speaker, singer, and nationally recognized biblical counselor and syndicated radio host of her live call-in programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, founder of Hope for the Heart Ministries, June Hunt. You can learn more about June's work, ministry, and mission by visiting hopefortheheart.org and get her book, Conflict Resolution. You will be glad you did. June, it is always such an honor having the opportunity to extract the wisdom you have so profoundly shared in over 30 plus years of ministry. Your insights gained from your own personal experience make conflict resolution a hopeful and possible reality. You've lived it. You know we thank you and God bless you. Thank you so very much. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.